This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. We are back here on Afternoons on News Talk 770. Andrew Lawton in for Rob as we talk about Charlottesville, a community I don't think the majority of people in the world, certainly not in Canada, would necessarily be able to pick out on a map. And this weekend, making headlines for all the wrong reasons, what has been that local reaction and response from people in Charlottesville? And more importantly, how do you go forward with this? The campus community, the community at large. I want to bring into the show Sean Tubbs, an award-winning reporter and journalist for Charlottesville tomorrow. Sean, it's good to have you on the show. Thanks very much for your time. Oh, thanks for, thanks for having me. I used to live in Calgary, so it's really great to, it's really great to be on air here. Yeah, did you ever imagine that Charlottesville would be on the radar of the media in Calgary or anywhere else in Canada? Uh, sort of. I think this has been telegraphed for a, for a long time. Uh, you know, we all sort of knew this was on the way. There's been a lot of warnings. We had a precursor of this in July when the KKK had a rally here. And at that protest, and, and, and at this one as well, the community showed up uh, to essentially say they weren't going to let it go unchallenged. There were many people who said, stay at home, stay at home, don't give them what they want. Um, but people did not listen to that. So um, it's um, it's sort of been coming for a long time. The controversy regarding the General e, uh, Robert E. Lee statue in what used to be known as Lee Park um, has been getting a lot of attention here. Richard Spencer, who is uh, one of the organizers of the rally on, on Saturday went to the University of Virginia, which is here. So, and also, and also, this is the home of Thomas Jefferson. So, symbolically, there are a lot of reasons why this might have risen to uh, international attention. The people that were actually participating in the rally, who are in that banner, under that banner of neo Nazis, white supremacists, uh, racist of other kind, are, are these known agitators and actors to the community, or are these just people that showed up that valued that cause? People, uh, I believe that most of them, at least from what I could tell, were not from here. Um, I was, um, I watched them head into the rally. It was maybe about a hundred or two hundred people or so carrying flags, all sorts of flags, that um, variations of the Confederate flag, um, all sorts of um, groups like Vanguard America. Um, definitely a sense that that um, there was an organized effort to get people to this area uh, to sort of protest the not only the Lee statue, but the, um, there's another statue to a different Confederate general. Uh, these were statues that were put up about 80, about 60 years after the Civil War, sort of to, uh, to honor this, this idea of this lost cause narrative. And now a lot of people are saying it's time for the statues to go, and a lot of people are trying to keep them there. So, uh, and that's a conversation that's not going to go away anytime soon. The fact that you just pointed out there that a lot of these had traveled to the community is an important one, because I know that this would put on most people's radar this idea that Charlottesville is somehow a hot spot for these sorts of things. And, and I look at this with a profoundly positive message in that, you know, in a country of 330-some-odd million, that, you know, a few hundred people from all around the world or all around the, the country and the region and the state would come together. That That's a considerably small number, and that doesn't mean it's not a problem, and that doesn't mean that it's not something that needs to be challenged. But this isn't a, as much a blight on the community's makeup itself. I would say so. You know, it was interesting. Um, one of the uh, the, uh, the main organizer of the speech yes of 
of the rally is a, he's a person named Jason Kessler, and he tried to give a press conference yesterday. It was amazing to see the community showed up at the press conference. As soon as he started speaking, he was just, uh, you know, they always say that, that one way to fight speech is with more speech, and just the crowd at that moment was just, uh, um, it was kind of scary because there was a moment he was forced out of the area. So I think that people here uh, really don't want us to be uh, associated with this. Um, I think that, um, you know, it's like we have been called the happiest city in America, all that sort of stuff. Um, however, I don't think people, I think a lot of people here really aren't that interested in continuing to be at the center of this sort of stuff. But of course, um, you know, uh, and this is happening all over. Confederate statues are coming down or efforts are being made to replace them all across the stuff. In Richmond, I believe it was either last night or the night before, there was, um, um, you know, they also, they have a place called Monument Avenue in Richmond, which is about an hour to the east of us. Uh, and the same conversation's happening there. Here, it's just interesting because we're a small town. I think it was um, symbolically very interesting. I don't know if you saw the footage from, um, I don't know if you saw the footage from Friday night when there was a torch, um, a crowd of men and women carrying torches uh, marched to the University of Virginia. And there was a moment where that was just really tense, and I was watching a live feed. I wasn't able to be down there. And, uh, you know, it's strange because it could have been a lot more violent. And um, one person's dead, two people are dead when you, uh, sorry, three people are dead when you include the, uh, the troopers who went down in the helicopter accident. Um, but a lot of this was just, I mean, I, I don't know, I'm sure you've seen a lot of the photographs, but um, it's, uh, it's, it's going to take a while to get over this. I guess the big question that comes up is what is actually being done? And I know it's still very early. People are still dealing with and reeling from the the initial thing. But well, what is going to be done moving forward? I know we're seeing across North America rallies uh, essentially coming up to stand against hatred and, and against racism in, in an abstract and in a literal sense. Is the community itself seeing movements of that nature as well? Well, I think there's a lot of, uh, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the statute because, there's a lawsuit to keep it in place, and uh, that will continue to go. There are people today who just who just want those statues taken down immediately, but of course, legally, you can't do that. Uh, today, there's all sorts of town hall meetings across town. Uh, I just got, about 10 minutes before I went on the air with you guys, uh, I just got a note from the, from the school superintendents. So there's a lot of reflection, healing. You know, this is a place where... Um, we um, just have been sort of in the news a lot for bad things. There was a there was a, there have been a couple murders, uh, prominent murders. But the community itself, I'm, I'm standing right now, right where the vigil is, and it's just uh, to Heather Heyer, the woman who was killed. And it's just um, um, the community has certainly come together down here. There's all sorts of flowers. Uh, there's a lot of foreign press here at the moment. People from all over the place here. So. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the next couple of days as things begin to calm down. From as far as charges are concerned, I mean, beyond the car incident, uh, what's been the response from police to the actual agitators and demonstrators that were punching and damaging property and whatnot? Well, it's amazing how few arrests there have been. Um, as far as I know, there's only been a handful of arrests. What's interesting to see is what's happening on social media. And this is one of those uh, things where you're now seeing people who have been identified in the photographs 
uh, I'm starting to see all sorts of uh, stories about them being uh, fired from their jobs. Yep, yeah, I've seen a few of those as well. They are. And that's, um, you know, that's one of those things where, um, and, and of course, I'm a very neutral journalist. It's what I've been doing my whole life. Um, but it's sort of strange because, um, you know, I mean, but I guess it has consequences. If you hold a rally, I'm sorry, um, in the parking garage where I work, for instance, uh, there was a beating. They, they actually, um, this, um, this, uh, tw- this, 20-year-old black man was, uh, um, you know, they ripped the arms off of the gate and beat him with it. And uh, I don't think there's been an arrest in that. I'm actually not sure. There's actually a press conference in about half an hour. We might get some more answers. All right. Well, we'll definitely keep our eyes peeled for that. Sean Tubbs joining me on the line is a reporter, an award-winning one at that for Charlottesville tomorrow, and also a former Calgarian, which uh, we learned today on air. So thanks very much for your time, Sean. Good to talk to you and good work out there. Anytime. Thanks a lot. All right. All the best to you. I'm going to talk about this more in the next half hour as well, because I'm looking at the response that's coming in right now. People taking issue with what I stated as being a historical fact, that there was more to the Civil War than, than slavery. That's... A fact. People can't dispute that. You can say slavery played a big role of it, but there were Southerners who didn't have slaves, and there were Northerners who did have slaves. So slavery was not the only factor in the Civil War. I'm not saying it wasn't one of the prevailing ones, and I'm not saying we shouldn't take it into consideration when looking at Civil War icons like Robert Lee. But the other part of it, people saying that I'm an apologist for fascism because I'm saying we need to call out anyone who thinks violent demonstrations are wrong. And that is what's wrong with so many of the communicators on this, that they think that if you call out wrongdoing on all sides, you are apparently endorsing one side. And that is fundamentally not true. And this is what's happening to Trump as well. He condemns neo-Nazism, he condemns racism, condemns white supremacism, and people still say he supports those things. When we come back on the other side of the break, we're going to talk about this more and take your calls and texts, 403-974-8255. I'm Andrew Lawton, and this is Afternoons on News Talk 770. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.